and in actual fact, um, I know we're not talking about myself now, but I'm talking about somebody else, my wife, who was also a young woman in Cottesloe at the time, and she didn't even know there was a war on because her parents didn't tell her anything about the war at all. And her dad was man-powered and he worked at uh, Maylands Aerodrome repairing aircraft and there was no talk at all about the war. It was kept very much from kids. It wasn't talked about very much at all. And in actual fact, um, you couldn't go to the beach when we were youngsters because the whole of the area along um, right up as far as we knew, um, past Swanbourne and down right down to Fremantle was all barbed wire, um, steel pickets and barbed wire, so you couldn't go to the beach. Um, and um, that, that was like that for, well, right up until 1946, before we could actually get down to the beach to go for a swim again. Um, and so uh, it was a pretty well kept secret and I'm, it wasn't until I was a teenager and started reading information that we even knew that the American Navy had over a hundred submarines in Fremantle Harbour. So it was a pretty well kept secret and um, I think a lot of it was probably to do with the fact that my father being in the army and he probably said to my mother, you're not allowed to tell anybody anything that's going on you know, if there was anything private, it was not to be discussed um, because they didn't want the enemy to find out. So I think that's possibly why we weren't told much. And all we were taught, or t really taught, said at school was that if there was an air raid, that the, it would be the Japanese bombing us and um, that we were to respond immediately to uh, the, the whistle that they had and uh, and that was it. So it was it was all pretty much kept quiet. We didn't really know a great deal about it other than we were fighting. But we we did hear reports on the news, the BBC was actually, and we had a a, a great big Philips radio which we used to glue our ears to to hear any news. But um, I can't really recollect um, any reportings or anything else at all about... Um, not until much, much later in the war. Um, not, not much at all. Mm. You may not have known at the time, but in, in looking back possibly, what do you remember of the war effort that may have been present in the community during those war years? Um, was we were all asked to uh, collect any silver foil or silver paper or anything like that uh, off cigarette packets and, and um, and all those sort of things, and um, um, I can remember my mum packaging up all the empty cartons and um, tea packets and all of that sort of thing, but I don't actually know why they did that. I, I don't know what it was for, but I guess it was for the war effort in some form. I know that they wanted the silver foil and everything else, um, um, but I don't know actually what they were going to use it for. I don't remember what it was, what they were collecting it for. Um, other than that, I, can, I don't think I can remember um, any real, other real things as far as war effort went. People talk obviously, and you mentioned the ARP, um, the the, um, 
precautions in relation to blackout, in relation to cars? Yes, I, can, I know that um, Dad made frames for all of our windows and um, uh, you could buy, um, was a, well we used to call it tar paper back in those days, which was, a, it was a, a black, very thick black paper that was, had tar, well bitumen of some sort in the middle and then another layer of paper on the outside and it was quite stiff, like, a bit like cardboard and he made um, frames that fitted in all the windows and, and they were actually there most of the war and um, of course we used to have, whether they were practices or whether they were just scares we never ever really knew but quite often the sirens would sound and um, we'd have to black out all the windows and um, the ARP wardens would come around and they'd knock on the door and say we can see a chink of light coming out of your bedroom window and uh, you'd have to go and attend to that and see why the light was getting out. And so I do remember that part of it um, as far as um, the blackouts and, and, and the sirens and, and uh, oh, how nervous my mother was about it all. Um, Later on in, in the war, um, my aunt returned from uh, Melbourne and uh, she came to live with us and she stayed with us basically for the rest of the war. So, so they had two mums for, for quite a, a, a time of the war.